little tiny, tiny snails. And because I've got that whole 60s vibe going on in my house, in my living room. So what were these tiny brass they're, they're little, nails part of? Well, I've got like a group of like three books from mm-hmm. the 60s. Okay. And then they sit on top of the little books on my right. end table. But every time Gracie comes over, she she talks to them. Oh, okay. Okay. So and how old is Gracie? Gracie will be three. Okay. Um, in, in first of the year. Okay. So... I had put together one of my big trees. I only put one tree up, but it's the one with the villages on it. Okay. And so there's lots of little people and lots of little things that children that age are fascinated by. Because sure, sure. they can see all the different little things that are going on. You'll see here. I've got that all, all oh, that up, up yeah. in there. Yeah. So apparently. And you, and you recently found a radio station. I did. I did find a radio yeah. station. So there's lots of little people, and, and then they're, like, interested in that. Well, so the snails are missing. Right. And and we knew she, we had a little incident with one of the ice skaters. We, we may have lost a leg and a head, but we got that put back on. So <laughs> okay, that's okay. Good, good. So then this morning, I'm like, uh-oh, where are my snails? And I was like, that little klepto is that something with my pause off gracie no so i was like what has she done with it and so mark and i are putting ourselves in her shoes and i'm like going hey you guys want to go see the tree okay you want to go see the tree all right because that's what she does she talks to them i guarantee you it's in one of these scenes yeah i just don't know where and she just told her mother that she took them to the store right so maybe the maybe he's here maybe they're here at the mark mercantile I don't know. <laughs> by the way, I saw Weigel. He oh, came, yeah? He came by on Friday, brought mm-hmm. me some goodies. Okay. And I sent him home with some goodies. Actually, he was headed to Danville. But Weigel, uh, engineer friend of ours, Chris Weigel, good guy. Yeah. One of my favorite stories is of his daughter. And she took all the different um, manger scene characters. There's like four, <laughs> right, right. four or five uh-huh. in the house. And mixed them all up. And she put them all, and she had one manger scene that was intact. And then she took all the characters and lined them up in a line. Oh, okay. And so, you know, mom and dad said, honey, why did you, she was probably three at the time or four. Why did you do that? <laughs> she goes, because they're all in line to see Jesus. Oh. And I'm going to charge them ticket prices. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they're all in line and I'm going to sell them tickets. So there's like donkeys in line. There's there's the wise men in line right. from all the different. Well, Angel, you think you get to skip ahead, but no, no, you don't. No, that's that's hysterical. Hey, by the way, uh, people responding to our our movies, and my brother uh, Doug checked in and said, uh, "It's a Wonderful Life, favorite black and white movie." Because I asked him specifically, "What's your favorite black and white movie?" And then we had some other texts come in. Okay, Peggy. Text, yeah. texting us saying uh, miracle, miracle on 34th street that's yeah. a, that is a good one that's a good one um yes the, there's some that are like lesser lesser known like i love the bishop's wife the original one mm, right i think that one's really yeah. good uh christmas in connecticut is definitely one of my favorites and i was trying to remember the one with robert mitchum and janet lee i, th- I think i saw that one at least half of it last year I watch it every year because it's just one of my favorite ones. Um, Holiday Affair is what that one's called. Yeah, Yeah, they're all so good. There Mm -hmm. were so many great little Christmas ones that came out then. So we got a text in saying that Bedford County schools are closed 
today, and I think Bill was saying that they're that they're oh, not. Really? So we need to get a message to him okay. about that. So here's the thing: they've waited till the last minute to do some of these closings. Yeah, because Channel 13 reported Amherst and Bedford were closed today. Mm-hmm. Uh, so according to this, Dale says. Uh, your news break is incorrect. All Bedford schools are closed. So maybe they okay. changed that. I'm seeing a lot of things online. People are kind of frustrated right now because of the last minute cancellation. Mm-hmm. Here's one. Headed out to school. Got to Madison Heights. Got breakfast. Amherst closes schools. Now I have to call work. Tell them I'm going to be late because I have a half hour to take the kid back home. Another 45 minutes to get to work. Same thing happens with snow and bad weather. These messages need to go out earlier. Not everybody lives within five minutes of the school. Right. It doesn't affect the ones making the decisions. They just carry on with their day. It's very frustrating for parents and kids. Come on, Amherst County. Just realize what it takes to get some of these rural kids to school and the planning for their child care. Even 30 minutes could make a big difference. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's... That's not good. Okay. So some people were, it, well, they were late calling it. Now, I don't know about Bedford, but it seems like Bedford must have been pretty late calling it it's, as well. Isn't it, uh, maybe it seems like to me that Bedford would have been first since that's where this whole thing has originated. Well, you, you would know. think. I mean, I'm sure. And they're all, they're, they're going to be out later on this week anyway, so it's yeah. just a mess. Yeah, yeah, it Nothing's is a mess. Nothing's going to get learned this it week. It is a mess. They're going to gobble up a few snow days, and then we'll get snow on top of it this right. year. We'll get tons of it. Do you remember when you were in school and like the biggest thing you had to worry about was, you know, do I have two of my number two pencils and are they sharpened? Oh, I had bigger fish properly. To fry. Or... Am I going to get picked on today as the fat little kid? Oh, oh, were you bullied? Yeah. In school? Hey, four eyes. Oh, no. Hey, fat boy. Oh, no. Really? So, some of that stuff, yeah. See, the only trouble I ever had in school was... And then I was I asthmatic, be, and, then and I, would I be, was dyslexic oh on top of that. Oh I was a walking enigma. enigma. You were an enigma wrapped too. up in a conundrum. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. See, I would have been... The only trouble I ever got in was defending kids like the you that would get picked on, because I would be that person. And, but I See, could I could have used ferocious. your help back I would in have the been, 60s, but you weren't quite born yet. I wasn't born yet. But if I had been, I would have been right there for well, thank you, you. Thank my you. friend. Thank you. Uh, but, you know, nowadays it's very different in school. Bullying oh, is a whole so different huge. level. Yeah, it wasn't terribly bad. I, I mean, it did it, a little it bit. It was but, still bad. But it I was mean, bad, but not like it is now. Not my like it gosh. is now. You didn't yeah. think you were going to, you know, well, not make it home. Right. And and social media, you, you, you yeah. know, that didn't exist. I well, mean, and know. here's an example of this. Last spring, and you probably remember this story, uh, it was it was in Georgia, and it was a middle school in Georgia, mm-hmm. where a middle school student stabbed another student 14 times oh my gosh. in the school gym. Oh, Lord. Now wow. the victim's mother, uh, Ashley Wilson, <clears throat> Henry County, southeast of Atlanta, is suing the administrators, arguing they did not take action against the suspect despite knowing that the then eighth grader had a knife and intended to use it. Mm. The attack resulted in 14 stab wounds and lacerations across Ashley's daughter's body. Oh, my God. Everything from her face to her neck to her back to her breast. Wow. And she is, to this day, still recovering physically and emotionally. Yeah, that's... 
she says, my daughter has scars everywhere, including one on her face. That is a primary concern of the young lady because it remains so noticeable. Mm -hmm. The lawsuit alleges school administrators did nothing after being notified by a school resource officer that the female suspect had a knife in her possession on school grounds and had made threats against the victim's friend. Okay, does the school resource officer not have Any the power? power to go and remove, I don't know, a knife? Right. I would think. Jeez. Despite receiving the SRO's report, administrators did not investigate the student nor take action. On March 15th, the juvenile suspect reportedly attacked Wilson's daughter in the gym, despite the fact she was not the focus of the suspect's threats made against the students the day prior. Okay, I'm sorry. I got to rewind. Was this a female perpetrator? It, yes. Oh, my against goodness. Against a female. Wow. And. Not that I would expect a guy to do this, but it would seem to me that it would be a guy. Because well, she said no, wouldn't date him or didn't, you know. This is probably Comply to some advances or, or something, something, you know. Yeah, yeah, right. Probably. Mean girl stuff. So she had the gun, the the knife the day before. Mm -hmm. So not only did they not deal with it the day before, then she's like, well, I got by with it yesterday. Why not bring it again today? Exactly. The suspect approached the victim as she was walking into gym class and started to harass her. Mm -hmm. The victim tried to walk away and asked the suspect to leave her alone several times. The teachers who witnessed the harassment did not defuse the situation. Wow. wow. The teachers who witnessed the bullying failed to keep the victim safe while on school property. When the victim entered the school, the suspect or the gym, the suspect followed and started stabbing her. Another student took a video of the attack. Okay. Of course, the administrators knew the knife was on campus, did nothing. Knife was brought back on the 15th to be used against the victim's friend. Again, they knew about it, did nothing. That's going to be a huge lawsuit. Yeah, it is. It There's is. no way you can get around You're not going to get that new gym. You're going to be paying the lawyer's mm -hmm. fees and the settlement on that one. Of course, they have insurance, I guess, that helps with that. But, stuff, I but mean, still. how do they think that's not going to, that people are not going to sue in, in a case such as that? Have we not learned anything from just in Virginia? What state was this? Was this Atlanta? Georgia. I mean, what happened in all the hoopla in Virginia? Well, with in the our student, own state, yeah, and that was in elementary school, right? Right. You got. I just don't understand. And maybe some of you out there are SRO officers. If you knew there was a student with a knife, is there not anything you can do? Is the only thing you can do is report it to the higher ups? You can't do anything. And if you're the police officer, yeah, if you, yeah, that's that doesn't make any sense to no. me. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how that shapes up. They'll probably try to settle it. And I'm assuming the child's not in school Here, there anymore. This is what I want to talk about when we get back, because we got to go. I, I want to ask you why, you why you think that is. Do you think it is because people are afraid of being sued? You know, is is... Is it going to show? I don't know if there's a racial component here at all. I, I don't know. But let's let's talk about that. I mean, the victim why. is white. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, there's a video out there somewhere. Right, right. Maybe I can tell that way. Okay. I'm just curious why a resource officer or and or why a school wouldn't do something when you know you have a bad apple out there. And this has happened more than once. Should that have been expelled immediately. Yeah. For bringing that to school. Exactly. So we'll talk about that here in just a minute. If you want to chime in. 
You can text us 434-248-0704. you fire up the coffee maker, turn on the Morning Jam with Janet and Mark. Mornings, 6 to 9 a.m. You found the right choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the rebirth of Common Sense Talk Radio. We are the Morning Jam on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. 822 on this Monday morning. I'm just I'm just curious that would would something like this not be stopped because they're worried, well, if we approach the student or whatever, there's going to be a backlash there. Which backlash is worth? A potentially dead student or one right. that gets ticked off and let that work through the court systems if a a parent says, well, you harassed my daughter because of X, Y, and Z. Because they brought a knife to school? I mean, I don't think that's going to fly. Right. Um, it just seems to me that the schools are worried. They're, they're damned if they do, damned if they don't almost in some cases. But you've got to be And we can't proactive. figure out if there's a racial component yeah, to this they or have not. they went out of their way. Which tells me there probably is. Yeah. That's what that says to yeah. me. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. But... Well, we can't find we'll anything see. out about the mm-hmm. the perp. So, so last week we were talking about the trendy pup names and cat names. Remember? <laughs> I think Oliver made yeah Oliver one of the was, list. Was he was one, on the. Yeah, I think he's the only one of our our dogs or cat that names made that list. made the list. I know none of my my none of my kids made the list. <laughs> um, there's also well, uh, you know, my kid wants to live in 03, but he lives in 01. There's <laughs> that's the zip code reference, people. Mm-hmm. Trendiest baby names of 2023 has revealed a new name in the number one spot. Okay. Uh, Along with a list of names rising in popularity, the name trend gurus have revealed that the trends have declined. Thank you, Lord. (laughs) Thank you. Because, I mean, at this point, we were like, I was just waiting for, like, the Hulk to make one of the lists because the names have gotten so ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some of the trendy names of 2023 uh, would be uh, Noah. Noah. Really? mm -hmm. Interesting. Yes. For the first time in five years, Liam has been dethroned and Noah is now number one. Do you think it's because Liam Neeson's not making any movies at the moment? I don't know. How many Noahs are making movies? I don't I don't, I don't know. They're saving the universe by putting animals in their boat. Maybe so. I don't know. I remember, um, I always loved the name Micah, which wasn't a very common Bible yeah. name, but I always liked that name. I know, Micah um, that works over at Aldi. Yeah. So Noah has replaced Liam as the number one name. Other okay. trendy names, um, Ezra has jumped from number 12 to number nine wait a minute these are both old testament names yeah what's up with that i don't know i don't know is jesus coming soon i hope so (laughs) uh the top list of boy names have been taken over by the letter l it would seem okay uh liam lucas levi leo luca all did very well luca i've only heard that name is is luca right I live, down I live on the second floor. floor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a good song, but it's a sad song. I live upstairs from you. Yeah. yeah. It is pretty depressing. She had two hits, didn't she? I, I think, think so. Yeah. Uh, M names also very popular, it would seem. Okay. Uh, Miley, McKinley, Mavis. Mavis. Cyrus. <clears throat> ah, darn Miley. Uh, Milan and Mallory. 
Mallory, you're kidding. Mavis? That I, really is old school. And Mavis? Mavis. I love Mallory. There's something about that name. Yeah. Like it reminds me of Mallory Keaton. Yeah, yeah. But, Mal. Uh, hey, Mal. Isn't that what how her brother addressed her on the mm-hmm. show? Hey, Mal. I think so. I think it was cool. Interesting. All right. Well, it's nice to know those uh, those old names are like popping back up in there. So Jasmine's not in there, right? Because Jasmine would have been a name that I would want to use. Jasmine? Because I could call her Jazz. Sounds a little bit like a stripper name. No, it was the... Huh, I, na- I named my bit. truck that. Oh, okay. Well, your truck can be a stripper name. That's oh, fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. If your name's Jasmine out there, I'm just saying thank you. I'm not saying you're a stripper. I'm just saying, <laughs> you know, maybe your mom and dad should have thought that through a little bit. That's all I'm saying. Wow. I'm just, you know. Isn't jasmine a, a an herb of some sort? It's a flower. It's a flower. Okay. I mean, I okay, maybe that was harsh. It may have been a little <laughs> just harsh. Just a little. little maybe. Stripper. I mean, well, I mean. Okay. All right. Okay. Mr. Sassy Pants. What? <laughs> What names? What names would you say? All right, here's some names for you: Ginger, <laughs> Star. <laughs> I had a best my friend, best friend's name was Star Gentry in elementary school. You're kidding? Yeah, Both stripper of those? name. Oh, I'm yeah. just saying. Star Ginger. Star Gentry. Ginger Star. It works either way. Yeah, Star Gentry was her name. Oh, okay. But like you know, you have certain names that are kind of allude to that. If your name is Jasmine, I'm sorry. Bambi. Bambi, yes. Bambi is not someone like Dr. Bambi. Probably not going to come in. Yeah. Probably, probably not going to work, yeah. Yeah. Oh, that <laughs> would be interesting. I just want to meet her once. <laughs> really? Well, you probably wouldn't live to see her another day if she was your brain surgeon or something. All right. Ouch. Here we go. I'm sorry. We love you, Bam. Bam, Bam. Bam, Bam, Bam. Bam. Sorry, I'm Bam, Bam. Console here. So we're seeing some, um, I guess firestorms okay with some folks we talked on friday about how some people in the universities have been speaking out uh against israel oh okay and in yeah, favor yeah. of hamas yeah one that said it was a glorious scene that the, the mm-hmm. that the they were flying in on those and they and are, they are troopers and they're being held accountable for their actions mm-hmm. as they should be right now a pennsylvania school board member has resigned after referring to Israel's military as a terrorist organization. Wow. Seriously? Yeah. Dr. Jamina Clay. All right, see, I'm not saying anything about her first name. This is me taking the high road. Who was elected in 2021 to the school board of directors, announced her resignation. Mm -hmm. As you all are aware, I recently made a post on my Facebook page where I intended to draw attention to the conflict in the Middle East Upon reflection and having conversations with loved ones and friends, I understand my choice of words may have caused harm to many. The impact did not match my intent. The post has been removed. Uh, Because of the pain that my post has caused, Mm. I have resigned from my seat at the Colonial School Board effective immediately. Good. That's what you should do. Yeah. Because that's that's not helpful. Mm Mm-mm. Says I understand the district needs to heal from the painful words I chose. It's best to do that in my absence. The board is prepared to move forward. Uh, I hope that with me no longer occupying a seat, the community is able to do so as well. Okay. Words matter, people. Yeah, they do. I'm I'm surprised that um, that she did that she did do that, but she did. Uh, it did draw a lot of backlash from several Jewish leaders and residents in the community. Yeah. And they showed up in force. Mm. So, 
Um, one said, I just wish she hadn't been so eager to jump to conclusions and make a post like that for everyone to see. Mm-hmm. Her comments are the kinds that stir frustration and give me and my children a sense of worry. And that's somebody on the school board that yeah. should be looking out for the kids. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, hopefully, a lot of this stuff is going to calm down as they see more people are being made an example of, yeah. as they should be, mm-hmm. for sure. All right, we uh, have some updated uh, news mm-hmm. with we our do. local headlines. I have a news story that involves the news station. Channel really? 13. Yeah. Little little situation happened last night at the uh, the bright lights. Okay. At the Channel 13 booth or whatever you want to call it, their uh-huh. tent. And, Excitement, uh, huh? Yeah. Well, it was exciting. It was very heartwarming. And I was right in the middle of it. Okay. Oh, I don't want to make it about me, but I mean, I just <laughs> But I will share. But I'm gonna. It's going to be one of my news stories about the news station. All right, guys. <laughs> we'll do we'll that be back. in a minute. And currently we have in uh, Avomatix 41 degrees, in Amherst 42, there's an air quality alert there, as is in Bedford uh, 42 degrees, and in Lynchburg 41, uh, Danville has 39, Salem and Roanoke 40. Well, fire officials are warning drivers um, that are being looky-loos with the Matt's Creek fire uh, wildfire to please be careful and to think twice before going and doing that. They say an influx of drivers looking at the fire can be a big concern. Mm. Um, it says the, the pullovers are, you know, very busy. Um, locals who come up to see the fire. Um, the, he said traffic around the pull-offs are crazy. Uh, well, the fire, they seem to have it contained, but the traffic, you can't fix stupid, <laughs> Oh, wow. All right. That was a local weighing in on that one. You can come sit by me, sir. Okay. Um, Joe Mazio is the public information officer for the Southern Area Incident Management, said they saw lots of traffic at pull-offs. Saturdays, it got very dangerous uh, to the point that we said we need to leave because it's too dangerous for us to be there. Uh, some of the lanes are being blocked. Some of the drivers are, are looking at the woods, not paying attention to their driving. And uh, he says he understands locals wanting to check out the fire. But, you know, you could be doing more harm than, than good. Okay. I mean, you don't want to get in the way of the people fighting the fire. Sure. You don't want to get yourself up there and trapped no. in something because you don't know, you know, what's going on. Um, yeah, just just don't. Like I said, a, w- a wind shift could yeah. change yeah, don't change do that. things dr- dramatically. It's very dangerous. Well, God's Pit Crew, a Danville faith-based nonprofit that provides disaster relief all over the country, uh, they won the Spirit of Virginia Award on Friday from uh, Governor Glenn Youngkin and First Lady Suzanne Youngkin. The award, which is given out about six times a year, was developed by the Youngkins to shine a light on the positive things happening in our state. The governor said uh, at an event honoring this nonprofit in Danville, God's Crew, we talk about them quite regularly, yeah. along with Gleaning for the World. We have two amazing organizations here in uh, in our state. Last year, the organization provided eight homes for families affected by natural disasters and delivered more than 2.3 million pounds of supplies, distributed more than 30,000 blessing 
buckets or tubs of necessity. So uh, they've been around uh, since 1999. They've responded to 175 disasters, major disasters, in 30 states in 15 countries, according to Randy Johnson, wow. which I've had the privilege of meeting him. He's quite an individual Very and quite cool. a team uh, working with him. A man from Rustburg is facing serious charges, including attempted murder after officials say he forced a woman into a room and barricaded her inside. Campbell County Sheriff's Office said on Saturday their deputies responded to a home on Dry Hill Lane um, in reference to a domestic situation. Uh, CCSO received information indicating a woman had been forced into a room. He had barricaded the door to keep her from leaving. It was also reported that the male party had discharged a firearm at the female during this incident. At the same time, deputies were able to get the man into custody, acting quickly to arrest him without incident. Now Daniel Eubank of Rustburg faces attempted murder, abduction, use of a firearm, and commission of a felony, a domestic A and B, third offense. He's being held without bond at the Blue Ridge Regional Jail. Oh, man. Okay. All right, well, I, I have music for mine. Oh, okay. Fancy. Yes, last night it happened downtown Lynchburg. All right. You were there. I was at the Channel on the, 13 on the spot. tent. Okay. Getting paraphernalia. I picked up a notepad, a pen. The very sweet, sweet people down there Many of many of whom I've recognized their faces because they were on TV. Sure. Well, it is a TV station. <laughs> yes. They offered me a coffee cup, which I took. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was after the news? several minutes of pondering that right. I've got way too many coffee cups, and of course, my wife saying, Reminding "Why did you, you get another cup? <laughs> you don't need another cup." I was guilt-ridden. We walked down the street to the inn and made our way back, and on the way back. That's right, folks. I went by Channel 13's tent one more time. You gave them the coffee cup. She was literally giving the last coffee cup away. Right. I walked over. Yeah. I took my coffee cup. Yeah. I set it down on the table. Yeah. And I said, Madam, (laughs) my wife says I have too many coffee cups. So I got to give it back. So I have to give this back. What kind of cup was this? Was it like a a nice ceramic mug? It was a beautiful... Wait, we have to wait for the accent. It was a beautiful blue <laughs> coffee cup that said Channel 13 WSET. Was it ceramic? It was ceramic. Oh. Now, if it was a tumbler, I would have kept it, you even though brought, I have 35 tumblers. That, you could have brought that to me. <laughs> I could have. Yeah, you could have. And she, the lady was just so sweet. It was a different group of oh, people wow. by the time we made it back, because we walked all the way to the end and back. It took uh-huh. like 15 minutes. Goes, she goes, are you sure? Right. Like, my mom won't let me have it. <laughs> mom said I can't bring it home. Well, Sorry. A, and and I didn't want to throw my wife under the bus, but I did. But you did. <laughs> right. You know. So, but it doesn't keep him from stockpiling those egg foo young containers. Oh no, the, there there's the tons of them. Wonton soup one, containers. I've got a wonton of them. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. Up in the shop. But uh, anyway, they were they were delightful. A, a nice group of folks. I mean, it was an amazing. There were tents all over the place. Food vendors. There That's were good. thousands and thousands of people. And we did the walk, actually, to get out because we couldn't stay any longer. We needed to get home, and it was so crowded around the tree. We chose to go down the light walk again. My son uh, went with his a lot of with fun. his wife. They went. Yeah, he was a good he was a good husband. Yeah, yesterday because he was giving up 
chicken and dumplings. Oh, for this. I yeah. mean, that means he loves her. Yeah. Well, because we were having chicken and dumplings. Last I mean, you know, night, you got to weigh it thing. out. Chicken and dumplings, the wife. I don't know. I know. It was, I'm sure it was a difficult <laughs> decision for him because it is Benjamin after all. Right. So there is that. Well, so. I haven't had your dumplings yet, so I can't, I can't say how well, that would weigh out. But let me just put it this way <laughs> My Mamaw Rose's dumplings, right. chicken and dumplings, were legendary. Yeah. They still talk about them to oh, this wow. day. So I can I can make some chicken and dumplings. It's Eight, not something I make often though. Eight six six nine one six three seven seven six. You on the moaning jam? Good morning. Good morning. Hello. Hi. <laughs> I'm not eating no dumplings. <laughs> no. Oh my gosh! I, I had to. Oh no! Somebody has. If I you put them in front of me, I'll try them. But oh. Oh no! Oh, I I who hurt you? I <laughs> who oh, who gave you a bad chicken and dumpling experience? Because I will tell you, my little boy, the first time he had dumplings, that he, like he was talking, said to me, uh-huh. "Mama, I think this is what food in heaven tastes like." That's oh, what he said. So sweet. help me! Wow, the first that time was a, that was that wasn't even climbing the uh, the mountain to the heaven. It was nasty. <laughs> oh, but me. Because whoever fixed it, I don't know. It was horrible. It was in a restaurant. Um, but anyway, what I call for, yes, folks, please, if you have asthma, keep a couple can of um, sodas, room temperature, because guess what? It has the little bubbles. Oh, the carbonation and, helps you out? Yes, yes. Now, the other story I have, I'm trying to be very brief now. Let's see if I can You're remember good. It driving the truck, and we were, we were out in the country. Uh, carrying a load, and I saw this truck with uh, this beautiful, he had a beautiful animal on his truck. So I queued in, and we were talking, and he was telling me he was taking his uh, girl, it was a female, to his friend's farm to visit the her friend. Okay. And we laughed and talked and everything, and uh, at just before we uh, stopped talking, I said, oh, by the way, what is your pet's name? He said, Ruthie. (laughs) (laughs) She was gorgeous. She was wagging her tail and she was, it was her, his cow. It was his pet cow. Oh my word. That's so funny. She was so pretty. She had big eyes, but I'll tell you when, when he said Ruthie, I said, you know what? That's the first time I've heard somebody with my name. That was an animal. That was just wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, folks out there that's calling their women an old cow, you need to stop. We're all beautiful. You know, <laughs> that's right. Beautiful. So, who's that? Who's yeah. that talking in the background there? That's Pooh Bear. He's on the back of the couch. He's playing with a ball. Oh, okay. Oh, neighbor's dog. <laughs> and Miss Peaches is walking around giving orders. And she oh, told of course. Me, this is my day. Yeah. Oh. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. This is this is a, a day that we're at home and we're just. We're just, you know, hanging out, and we're going to have some to die for chocolate today. Well, good. Nice. Good. Okay. Try it. It's delicious. All right. <laughs> no, it's, it's called Death by Chocolate. Death by Death Chocolate. By chocolate. Mm. All yeah. right. Well, that's Death one of the ways chocolate. to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You got to go. Okay. Yeah. Well, we love you. We'll All see right. you later. Have a great <laughs> yeah. week. We'll be back, and we'll talk about the uh, lighter side of the news as we wrap up today's show. Thanks so much for joining us. Is there a light side? Yes. 
Good. You got to look for it, but it's there. It's there. Okay. 846. Morning Jam with Janet and Mark. We are the Virginia Talk Radio Network. The Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. Noodles is working. Yeah. Okay, you have exactly 10 minutes to give us good stories. Oh. <laughs> And that's it. No more, no less. Well, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how how good the stories are, but at least a little bit of a, a lighter look. Um, those of us with pets know that you know sometimes they're a little heavier than they should be. Oh, I, yeah, I've seen some heavy cats. Yeah, well, I've seen my yeah. my littles are on a diet really? now. And it's like, how do you serious? put a four pound dog on a diet? Well, he's reached 5.6 pounds. Well, <laughs> for them, a few ounces makes a yeah. difference, mm-hmm. you know. And so they said that they need to lose a little, even Baxter needs to lose a few ounces. Wow. So we have really cut back on the food. And let me just say, heading into the holidays, I know they are not happy with me. They are not. My sister keeps sending me all these videos of really angry animals when right. they just get a couple of kibbles. Right. She sent me one of this Pomeranian. They show them shaking the food out. It's like two kibbles and they put it in the bowl and that dog looks down and looks up at her like, I will cut you. What is happening <laughs> here? And I was like, you're not far off. That's right. pretty much it. But uh, there's a reason why some of that needs to happen. The Oregon Department of Fish and Wildlife announced that uh, the, the cougar that had been reported by apparently more than one person was actually a house cat. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How big did it get? Well, pretty large. It was also perspective in the in the picture. Mm-hmm. It, the perspective was kind of off, made it look bigger than it actually was. Right. Um, they put out a warning telling park goers to be aware of their surroundings, leash their dogs. However... They clarified that the park lurking animal wasn't a puma, but it was just a really fat Garfield cat, apparently. Wow. The agency said, this happens more often than you think. They say that knowing uh, they know the animal was a house cat because they were able to compare the size to the surrounding in the civilian video to actually go, okay, this is really what this size is. And then uh, the fence likely six foot was what they started analyzing and and it put the cat at less than a foot in height so but apparently very chunky so you know i was asking bryce yesterday what is the fattest cat Mm -hmm. he's ever seen and he said in the 20 pound range yeah that's pretty big see i've i've seen more fat cats than i've seen fat dogs Mm. i mean and, and what i okay okay let me back up Okay. Okay, because you know, see, I don't know if animals have the same silly scale of BMI. obesity. That's right. Because we're still using, you know, our frame from the fifties, apparently. Sure. Yeah. And 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 you know, we have changed. I'm not where saying the we're women, evolving. Where the women were like five foot one. Right. 
But we've gotten bigger for a lot of reasons, not just because of Lay's potato chips and McDonald's quarter pounders. Yeah. But, you know, I, I'm i not using that scale. I, I When I see a dog, I can tell whether it's fat and, and... Or fit. Or fit. And some dogs are just large, and some of them are a little heavy, but I wouldn't consider him obese. Well, Rogan's 60 pounds now. Yeah. And, um, but he, but it's all muscle the dog has no fat on him Mm -hmm. at all and there for a while i thought he was going to be a pretty small dog right um but then when he started putting the putting the muscle on piled on pretty quickly you know like i said winston doesn't have any muscle cats (laughs) (laughs) just saying cats don't look muscular anyways you know what i mean right so it's kind of like you can look like a fat cat and maybe not be you know more heavier than maybe a pound or two past your depending on how fluffy they are but dogs you can see it more on a dog than you can a cat well and and winston is very fluffy Mm -hmm. but then when you like give him a bath and you're like oh no still fat oh really oh he does (laughs) with winston baxter looks like a a little rat right okay uh winston looks like a um, middle-aged man in skinny pants it's not good it's not a good look all right um (laughs) the most expensive foods in the world Hmm. It's uh, out, the official list. No oh, so secret. Just like buying off the shelf? No, restaurants. Oh, restaurants, okay. The world of fine dining can't put a dent into your pocketbook, as Absolutely. you know. I, do, I don't personally know, but... <laughs> yeah. Um, and they're saying Serendipity 3 on the Upper East Side of Manhattan... Right. ...earned a Guinness World Record title for a plate of its fries. Fries, really? French fries. Yes. How much? Creme de la creme pompes frites, priced oh, yeah. at two hundred dollars. Oh my gosh! Yeah, Chipperbeck potatoes, Dom Perignon champagne, in it cage-free goose fat from France, truffle salt, truffle oil, shaved black truffles. Is no, this... I don't know. Yeah, eh. mm. and then uh, it topped with twenty-three carat edible gold dust. No, what? That's just pretentious. Yeah. How about the quintessential grilled cheese? Wait a minute. All that stuff you just said was about the fries? Yeah. Well, no wonder the price is 200 bucks. Well, this one also uh, has the gilded and 24 karat gold, has the French Pullman champagne bread made with Dom Perignon, covered in grass-fed white truffle butter before being filled with expensive cheese. $214. And it doesn't even look that good to me. No. No, I'd put my grilled cheese up against that. What's the deal with the gold dust? I don't know. I mean, that's just people. That's what my mother would call that new money. That's new money. Oh, okay. Yeah, they think it's fancy it, looking. Because old money doesn't do Does stupid it, stuff like absolutely that. Absolutely not. Otherwise, it that's becomes gone money. money. That's right. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's why they have old money. Um, the most expensive crab cake comes from the Twist Restaurant in Columbia, South Carolina. Okay. Three hundred and ten dollars. Wow, I'd be crabby after eating that Apparently, and paying the bill. It seems like the the truffles are the the one. They also have platinum leaves and platinum dust. No, just dumb. Don't be ruining my crab cake with that nonsense. Yeah. No, no, no. Nice. The um, for dessert, yes. Japanese brand gelato developed a flavor that goes for a whopping $6,696 per serving. Again, truffles... For a, for a dessert. Yes. I don't think so. 
And of course, we know about the really expensive, you know, cheese. We've been talking, we've talked about that before. A 4.8 pound wheel of this particular blue cheese was auctioned off for $32,000. We, we talked about that. Yeah, I mean, I love blue cheese. I don't love it that much. Yeah. No. I mean, I'm cheesy, but not, I'm not at like that If you level. were going to, what's the most expensive thing that you just really love? Would you think? Because those oh, are just dumb. Yeah. I mean, $200 French fries? Really? Yeah, that's, that's cray cray. I mean, if you're going to um, have something, at least have something amazing, like a really expensive Wagyu steak or, yeah, see, or my, a Chilean bass or something. My wife won't let me. Go go to those expensive places because I belly ache from the time I hit the door. <laughs> you, you just know, whine about the, it the whole here's time. Here's the thing about expensive places too; they've got a copy of the menu outside before you even get in the building. Right. So that's already a red flag. Your for first me. clue, and there's no pricing. And on there's it. no that's prices. That's your second yes, clue. Exactly. We can't afford to eat here. I can't afford a glass of water here. I can't even imagine taking you and my mark to a restaurant like that. Right. We would be so embarrassed. I'm you sure. Would. You would. Kara, we'll just get a separate table and we'll let them eat outside or something. We, we got That's what we need to do. A $100 gift card for a downtown restaurant. I remember the story. And I won't mention owed. which one. And we still owed 60 bucks. Yeah, no. Uh, I don't think and so. And I whined about the 60. <laughs> so. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Yeah. I get it, though. It's. Yeah. All right, guys. Have a good one. We'll be back tomorrow. Look forward to spending Tuesday with you and uh, hope you're having a great turkey week so far. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be Groovy Tuesday, pre Thanksgiving Groovy Tuesday. I don't know what that means, but I don't know if we'll do anything extraordinary other than try to give you a good program like we tried today. Thanks for being here with us. Hope you have a great day. Make today awesome. <laughs>